0: Welcome to Closer to Venus. I'm Johnny Burke, and today's guest is Raven Willow. She is a psychic empath with connections to all energies on Earth and communicates with beings from all over the universes. She helps people discover their life path by guiding them through their past lives, including past experiences in this life. Today, we'll discuss how this work can help us have a true understanding of our higher self. Raven, welcome to the program.
1: Hi, I'm glad to be here.
0: So you're a, a psychic empath. How is that different from a medium, if if at all?
1: Well, I, I am a medium as well, so I can see and speak to the dead. But why I give myself that title is because I'm a very strong empath. I pretty much have all of the gifts, but I'm a very strong empath, so I just put that one out there. I am a medium, too. Yeah.
0: I notice that a lot of empaths actually choose that title or prefer that title as some of them have told me that the word medium has some kind of a stigma attached to it even though they definitely have those skills. Do you find the same thing or not necessarily?
1: Not necessarily other than like fake people pretending to be mediums. That's bullshit enough. That yeah, that's a problem.
0: It is a problem. I interviewed Bob Ginsberg from the Forever Family Foundation, and he wrote a book called The Medium Explosion. And the thesis is essentially about 85% of the mediums and psychics operating don't really have the skills. It's not like all of them are frauds, but I think even more dangerous are people that mean well, but are not fully developed. So
1: (laughs) yeah, that's a big problem. Or people that don't, know they're psychic in some way just cause destruction like that's a big problem too yeah
0: that's a really good point i've never heard that before and i don't know why but people that don't know they're psychic can be making windows break or just causing oh, havoc yeah. right
1: oh yeah you can create a pk manifestation you can like all of that stuff or like if you grow up in like nothing against religion. Y'all just do whatever they you get to do. I don't care. But if you grow up in like a super religious conservative household and you're a psychic, everybody's telling you that doesn't exist. That's not real. That's a bad thing, basically, especially in a lot of the churches. It's seen like an evil thing. So people that are psychic that are trapped in that world, that's a bad thing. Because they're not allowed to develop and it gives like anxiety or if you're like a projector of your energy because you just don't know what you're doing, like you can affect everyone around you. People need to understand if they have gifts for sure. You do a lot of damage.
0: Another good point. For someone that grows up in that type of environment and they're discouraged, can that be seen as almost like a mental illness?
1: probably by a psychiatrist (laughs) i'm not a psychiatrist so i'm not gonna differentiate what i go through and have seen versus like actual psychiatric problems that's a whole different thing people that claim to have psychic abilities i could literally tell them aliens came down last night and we talked about this 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 and then oh yeah yeah but the, the way you differentiate is this person like off their rocker is because do they function in life normally? <laughs> Can they communicate with people normally? And every other faction of life is everything normal, oh, okay? <laughs> You're not crazy. You have gifts.
0: You can't talk about those things with just anyone. I get that. You gotta be careful. Yeah. So you also communicate with beings from other universes. Yeah. Meaning there's actually more than one. Uh, yes, a lot. There's a lot. Okay. Is that the same thing as, I don't think multiverse is really the right term, but does that have something to do with parallel universes or is it something different?
1: Well, it's never ending is what it is. So there's universes beyond our universe, like systems and things that we just like can't even comprehend. Like my mind can't even go there. But what is available to us now is something called the Akashic Records. And that takes you through because we are all star seeds. Like we're all part of the universe. We're not just people living on earth and there's nothing else out there. There is other things out there. There always has been other things out there. We are a part of that. Just like an ant is a part of our world on earth. We are a part of their world too. Just like they are a part of ours. So a lot of it has been shut down for many, many centuries and the vibration of the world hasn't been real hot for quite a long time and the truth got taken away with a lot of things
0: but a lot of things contributed to that over history over time so we all are starseeds i've heard that as well but i've also had other people on the show that claim to be starseeds but don't believe that everyone is one but you're saying that's not true
1: you are not any different than any other human. That's like saying because somebody is a different race from you, therefore they are not human. You cannot be a star seed and belong to the entire universe and then expect the entire human race not to also be the same. It doesn't work like that. This is nature. It's nature, even though it's in the universe. It is still nature. It doesn't differentiate.
0: Okay, so you just mentioned that the truth was somewhat obscured and we maybe lost our way. Yes. or forgot about it. What exactly does that mean?
1: Well, I know the specific story because I was directly involved with it in, like, <laughs> past universal lives. And you'll start to hear, a lot of people will start to hear more about, like, the Anunnaki and different things. Like, those kinds of things are now being discussed on ancient aliens. These things are actually real. So ancient civilizations were actually very technological, and it was clean energy. It was renewable energy. It didn't look like crap like our world does. And it was all linked. That's why all ancient sites are similar. They all have similar carvings, similar ways they are built, tones that flow through them when played. They're all the same and they were all connected with ley lines and hotspots, even Stonehenge, all of the monoliths, all of that stuff. It was all connected. So. The world functioned as one. And then you can't say greed because there wasn't really a monetary system back then. Like power, like I can use this over people started to take over. And then it was like, nope, we're out. You're not going to do that with this information. And so we were shut off and veiled off for a really long time. And then religion took over and that made it worse.
0: What you just described sounds a lot like people that have memories from past lives in ancient civilizations. It sounds like the fall of Atlantis.
1: Yes. That's why no treasure hunter or archaeologist will ever find Atlantis because it was literally the entire planet. It was a whole system. Really? It's not a place.
0: It's not a place. This is a pretty consistent thread from anybody that I've talked to that apparently has memories from this era is that we lost our way certain people got greedy and wanted to use their gifts to have power over people and the consciousness just kind of took a nosedive like the stock market going down maybe it's not the best analogy in the world but it's it's pretty close yeah so that's what you were referring to that we lost sight of the truth okay
1: yeah So we were cut off from it for a really long time. And the Earth's vibrations are raising very rapidly within humankind. It doesn't seem like it with all the crap that's going on right now, but it is. And the next age of Aquarius is coming in 2025. That's going to be huge.
0: 2025. So somebody finally gave me a date because every time it comes up, I said, great. Is it going to be next year, next century, next millennia?
1: 2025. So just think about what happened during the last age of Aquarius. That is a real thing. It is an awakening that it is real. So that's what happened during the last age of Aquarius. The hippies came out, the civil rights movement, people were like, this is not right. It kind of fell apart and things went wrong. And we know here and there, but you know what I mean? It's an awakening. So coming again.
0: So when did you begin to notice that you had psychic abilities i'm guessing it was probably an early age
1: yeah i remember dreams that i had as a toddler
0: seeing spirits things like that yeah right psychic phenomena okay it's it's pretty common when i was telling my mom there's a monster
1: in the closet because there was a freaking monster in that in that closet yeah
0: wow. okay
1: <laughs> yeah Well, to me, it was a monster. (laughs) I don't know what it was, but yeah.
0: Right. So you saw things that were not necessarily human spirits then. That's what it sounds like.
1: I've seen all of it all around. But like when you're a little kid, like I even saw my great grandmother when she died. As a child, I knew it was my great grandmother, but I knew she was dead. Like this scared me to death. I literally sat in the corner of my bed like this with a blanket over my head for months until she went away. And I couldn't really talk about it. I couldn't really tell anybody. So kids that are psychic, if your parents aren't aware and psychic and knowing, they're really isolated. There's nobody to talk to.
0: With those kind of sensibilities, I can imagine that might be a bit difficult. So we've established that you knew that you had these sensibilities, these gifts from when you were little, seeing spirits and and things like that. You also had at some point discovered that you were or are an alien. Now, is that the same thing as saying you're a starseed or is that something different?
1: It is the same, but it's different. I've gone back through my Akashic records really deep. Even when I was a little kid, I would just say that I'm an alien because I'm just so different from people. Like, I don't people very good. I'm a Libra, so I'm very social, But I've always been different. And as I've gotten older and then learned more and more and more about myself and then having contact with these other worlds and these other beings, and it's like, oh, yeah, I was right.
0: This is through the Akashic Records. Yeah. Do you know what star system that you came from?
1: Well, there is a lot. I came from Andromeda Galaxy. I descended through a whole bunch of star systems. There were wars in universes and people made, pretty much like bio ships to like get themselves out of situations and there was conjurings of different kinds of different people you know just like in america you know coming here to get out of whatever crappy situation you're in or it was like that so Sirius Orion Pleiades like I, all of it and then floating down into like Anunnaki and coming into earth and ancient Inca ancient Aztec, Like I remember a whole bunch of different things. So I descended through it all to come down to this human level for a specific reason. And I won't say that specific reason because it's my
0: story. We're not allowed to ask that or do I have to wait until we stop the tape?
1: No, I won't tell anybody because it's just something that I'm supposed to do on the
0: earth. Fair enough. I always respect someone that does not want to answer certain questions and so we definitely try to avoid that for that reason so anunnaki how long ago was that i'm assuming this is a past life memory or is it more like you're going into the records and seeing everything happen all at once because you're in a space where there is no linear time so i see both ways i've seen my past lives just with me
1: through meditation and just going places but I've also gone further going into the Akashic Records. But I already knew about the Anunnaki part. Like, if you ever see pictures, if you look up the the carvings of what they look like, or even going down to like ancient Egypt, there's always pine cones. Pine cones present themselves to me all the time in different forms all the time. And as soon as I touch them, it's like knowledge and I made the connection that way. I would hold a pine cone during meditation because I could feel it so much. And then it took me back like, oh, I was that chick. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So obviously you've had past lives here on Earth and in other non-Earth locations, whatever that means. Can you give us a few examples of both?
1: So a really prominent alien lineage that i remember very well because i'm such a strong empath they are called lira they look like cats or they have an avian side of them as well but and then like humanish body you'll see them depicted in ancient egypt even the sphinx technically is a lira their world and i remember it vividly through meditation and it was very utopian The air was clean to breathe. The water was clean. There was enough for everybody. The colors were very, very vivid. No fighting, no arguing, very peaceful. And then a war came and then everything was disrupted. But because of my very strong empathic side, I can remember that very strongly within me. And so everything that goes on in this world really affects me.
0: Now, is it true that some of these races, star races, let's call them, some are friendly, some are not so friendly, and they don't really have our best interests in mind? Is that true? There's
1: a group, yeah. And any anger, anything negative at all on this planet from I'm pissed off today to I'm like Ted Bundy to the universe, I don't know, the worst thing possible, nuclear war, all of it, all of the bad is them. And they feed off of human negativity like we're slaves and humans just feed right back into it. It's like it's horrible. Humans have to break that cycle because we're a very angry group of freaking people (laughs) or group of whatever beings.
0: I've never heard it described that way, but they actually feed off the negativity. It's like it's like fuel to them. Yes. right. What
1: would you think of a negative spirit does to a person? Same thing. Same thing. They want you negative. Yeah.
0: Obviously, there's good spirits, but why are there negative spirits in your experience?
1: There's good and bad in everything, even throughout the universe. There's peaceful, communing groups of beings, and then there's the ones that have to cause trouble with everybody. So there's good and bad no matter where you go. And we just happen to be a really good little feast for them because we just have so much anger.
0: Any insight into why they are negative spirits or negative entities
1: to them. They are not to them. They're just doing their thing. Think of a a sociopath that they don't know. They're a sociopath to them. They're just them.
0: What can we expect from these star races in this day and age? And here we are in the last part of 2023. Do you think that we're going to see some events in the very near future where they actually come out and show themselves? Or is that impossible to, predict.
1: No, they will. And they already do to groups of people. I don't know if you've heard of Dr. Stephen Greer. If you haven't, well, you know, he gets groups of people together and they call to them. I do that in my backyard. So they're here, they come, they listen, but they're very worried about this planet. They want it to survive. But if we keep doing what we're doing, they'll just cause another mass extinction because they have to because the earth has to survive and the earth is fighting really hard because it's a living organism, but it can only do so much.
0: Right. I've heard that a lot of these star races do care about us and they want us to survive, but they can't really let us destroy the earth. We're at a very dangerous point at the time of this recording. We have the Ukrainians and the Russians and now what's happening in the middle East. It's a tinderbox, not a good situation. Do you think there is a way that they can actually help us or are we more like on our own? Well, that's
1: part of raising the vibrations on Earth is getting everybody out of these anger spots and just holding on to this pain and whatever happened to you. It's like, dude, everybody has had a really hard, crappy life. It doesn't matter who you are. Everybody So we all need to get a little bit more understanding and a little less angry. And so raising the vibrations and helping people get out of these negative places and helping spirits move on and clearing out places that are like hoarding spirits, like old asylums and places like that, where paranormal investigators go like, you're not helping. It needs to be healed. It needs to be cleared out, not stirred up all the time. Like that's. And it's completely disrespectful. But.
0: Do you mean the paranormal people doing investigations? Yeah. That has kind of a stigma attached to it anyway, so that's not really surprising.
1: I get the need for the, the paranormal investigations and the equipment that they have, and all of that stuff is really cool. But if you were not a paranormal team that goes into a place with respect for the dead or anything that has been there or you don't know what you're doing, then you're just going to make things worse. Think about if you were just some person that didn't want to give up your space because whatever emotional thing you're still going through and not crossing over and somebody comes barging in there demanding things and then allowing all these paranormal people to come in on a constant basis, like how would you feel?
0: I would say get out.
1: Right? Exactly.
0: (laughs) So you're talking about what sounds like an earthbound ghost.
1: That causes the vibrations of Earth to stay down too, these trapped spirits.
0: Well, it sounds like there's many of them, obviously.
1: Oh, yeah. If you go to any old prison, any old asylum, any grounds that shouldn't have been built on in the first place, like civil war, all battlegrounds, all of that stuff. Yeah.
0: Let's talk about the higher self because that seems to be part of your journey. What exactly is it? I've heard different things. Is it a spirit guide? Is it another part of us that's in the ether? What exactly is it?
1: Well, for me, it literally was another part of myself that I had to go find and bring back to myself. Normally, when people say that, it's talking about raising your vibration. Find your higher self. Be the bigger person. Get out of this loop of humanity. Stop being the sheep. Stand out and have your own voice. Just because somebody says this is what is, that doesn't mean you have to follow it. Read news sources from all over the world so that you actually know the truth. Don't say, I support this and this with this war going on when you don't even know the history of that area and why it's happening. Those things. Oh, Just stop talking. Just stop. It's not
0: helping. So how do you help people discover their life path? Is it mostly by showing them their past lives and how that can heal the current life and how they can learn lessons and stop repeating the same lessons? Or is it something else?
1: Depends on the client because different people are at different vibrations. So, I, you know, how if you go to the hospital, they have the, the pain score. I kind of have like an earthbound to universe score. I have to feel their energy and I read them before I even meet them. So I get a sense of who they are and where I can go with them to start with. So if they're still stuck on earth at a lower vibration, I stay on earth. If they're at a really high vibration, we just go straight to the universe. So it depends on the person and some of the clients that I see because I'm a healer they've gone through terrible trauma and I don't talk about my clients. I treat it like HIPAA and some of them I've sent them to mental health along with me or different kinds of therapies if they've gone through different things like that, because I can't handle having someone have a complete mental collapse. And so I have to be very conscious of what I'm doing reading them and the information that I'm giving them. So I have to read their energy. Can they even handle this? Because I'm seeing things that they're not seeing. I'm reading their subconscious. So it's very tricky. That's why I'm saying if you don't know what you're doing and you don't master your craft and you don't take time, you're just going to cause a lot of damage.
0: Like the 85% that we spoke of earlier, if they don't know what they're doing, they could definitely do some damage.
1: You keep your energy is the same energy or spirit or soul or whatever you want to call it It makes no difference. It's the same and it just travels from bio body to bio body, whatever form it is in. So it retains that information from all of your lives. So if you aren't that intuitive, even if you're not a history nerd, like I am, whatever you are interested in in history tends to be part of your past lives. I've found that with my clients and just talking to people. So that's a good indicator of a past life that you can like look into.
0: I've heard exactly what you just said. If you're really interested in a certain period or a certain place in a certain period, you're probably there, which would make sense. I'm particularly interested in Atlantis. And anytime anyone would bring that up, I would think, wow, because I was fully aware, even as a kid, that most people treated it as a fable. It did not exist. But that was one of the things I was always interested in. But
1: you knew it did.
0: Kind of, yeah, without actually being able to prove it. But whenever someone wants to come onto the show and they reveal that they have some knowledge about it. I really kind of dig deep. What did the furniture look like? Did they have vehicles? Like you mentioned something about being in ships. You remember stuff like that, right?
1: Yeah. And it was all over the world.
0: So ships, can you give us an example of what one looked like? Did it look like a Star Trek ship or?
1: Some of them look like pyramids. Some of them look like if you look at the temples and the ancient Hindu in India, the mandalas. Some of them look like that. The sound, the sacred geometric shape underneath them is actually a sound.
0: It's sonic. That's
1: the sound that they made. Yeah. And what you see today. There's all kinds of fun stuff floating out there. like The little orbs that show up. What could possibly be in there? Or is it like a part of something that's coming to me? I'm always digging deeper. What is that? you know i've even seen little dudes in there but they just like show up and say hi if they know like you're friendly and not there to hurt them it's all good not that well some things can hurt you but
0: i've definitely heard that too so pretty interesting stuff to say the least what else do we really need to know from your experience practical measures
1: out of everything if you do not know yourself and you do not love yourself and have respect for yourself and have boundaries for yourself and keep those that is what starts the negativity path and if you cannot get out of that you will stay in that so it is literally about loving yourself and finding yourself and not let anybody take that from you and it's important to have that selfishness to be healthy within yourself
0: Last question. How does this work that you do help us get a true understanding of our higher self?
1: So by remembering and going back through past lives and your Akashic records, or just talking to spirits that are on the other side or finding out who your guides are, if you have gifts and whatever it is, you need to discover it. Or if it is something negative that's impacting you, you need to confront it so that you can clear it. So either way, it's a journey and your body will change, your mind will change, your friends will change your your tastes and things will change as you start to raise your vibration and not want to be in these negative spaces. Anybody that actually wants to go on this journey and improve themselves, those things will still happen to you. You will want to get rid of a lot of things in your life and it's painful and it sucks.
0: It sounds like therapy, but not the conventional type of therapy that we're used to. Great. Great stuff. So, Raven, thanks for joining us tonight. How can our listeners find more about you online? So Easy. It's
1: just www.psychicempathravenwillow.com. Instagram is Psychic Empath Raven Willow. Everything is the same name.
0: TikTok, same name. Okay. I will put that in the show notes and the transcript as well. You've been watching Closer to Venus. I'm Johnny Burke. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing. You can find more info on closertovenus.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.